0: chapter chapter 14 Luke chapter 14 from verse 15 now when one of those who sat at the table with Jesus heard the things that Jesus said this guy said to Jesus blessed is he who shall eat bread help us media help us Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Look at somebody say, don't worry though about food in the kingdom of God. It's amazing. How many of us have thought about a foodless eternity? About oh, food. Jesus didn't say, eh, who told you there will be bread there? Keep short though, if I hear bread, call, wait for me. Jesus didn't say that. Rather, he told him a parable and said, Focus on the real things. Don't be a fan for food or a follower for food. Focus on the real thing. The focus, he shifts his focus and says, don't focus on what you will eat. Focus on getting others to be part of the feast. The one who's going to be used by God on a massive scale is not the one who's focused on what will I eat. What does God have for me? Is the one who's going beyond personal sustenance to say i want to partner with god to minister to other people so jesus said to him a certain man gave a great supper and invited many and sent his servants at supper time to say to those who were invited come for all things are now ready but they all it was if they planned it they all with one accord began to make excuses the first said to him i have bought a piece of ground and i must go and see it i ask you to have me excused another said i have bought five yoke of oxen and i'm going to test them i ask you to have me excused verse 20 still another said i have married a wife funny guy therefore (laughs) i cannot come So that servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in here the poor. Notice that. The poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. And the servant said, Master, it is done as you commanded. Somebody say Jesus. It is done as you commanded. Focus your attention on him and say, Master, it is done as you commanded. And still, guess what? There is room. Then the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them. That word compel is anakazu. Force them. Get a grip on them and pull them in. Drag them in to come. Why? Why? Why should they come? That my house may be filled. For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. Right. Thank you. Or the good wife. Sorry, the great wife. Sorry, the excellent wife. It said, they will not taste my supper. Thank you very much, dear. It said, go out into the highways, watch that, and the hedges, and compel them to come that my house may be filled. Please, I know you've jumped, I know you've thumped, I know that you've run around a little bit, but if you can afford to still spend the body God made you for his purpose, how am I look for three people and tell them, God wants a full
1: house.
0: God wants a full house. Timmy lane I can't see you pushing anybody in the back. Sir, I love your royal blue. Agbada is great. God wants a full house house father will receive wisdom revelation understanding capacity not only to hear but also to understand not only to understand but to interpret appropriately not only to interpret appropriately but to execute speedily the counsel of your word and the intentions of your heart thank you father in jesus name we've prayed I'm going to be racing in this service, but please pay attention to certain striking things. I don't want to go through details of the feast. I spoke about that elaborately in the first service. So if you really want to see the drama behind and all of that, you can watch that again. But basic thing, a man throws a great supper, a great feast. It's not a small feast. He's bought so much. How many of you did that emergency shopping the week you heard that there was going to be lockdown, COVID? Who remembers that? Remember? There, something is happening. Something is happening. I was that? Like, we don't know. There's going to be a lockdown like never heard it before, right? And so everybody goes and clean those that didn't have enough money. Somehow found some money. And you bought how much? So much more. And then some people started actually revisiting the knowledge of agriculture. They started tilling the farmland in their backyard. Planting potatoes, potatoes. That's why potatoes are still potatoes after all this while and everything. Right, right so they began to plant their maize and okra and they plant their maize and that's why they're a amazed right and they began to do all those things all those things because you were not sure how long it was going to last now in this case this man wanted to express the largesse of his kingdom And he went out there, not because he was afraid of a lockdown or a meltdown, but because he wanted to feed many people. How many of you have mothers or aunties, or maybe even you yourselves, you love seeing people eat your food. You enjoy it when they're eating your food. How many of you had mothers like that or aunties? They just loved it. Your friends used to come to the house, and those people, they had no shame. Like, they asked them, do you want to eat? Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, I want to eat. (laughs) They didn't tell them that you have to ask your mother or your father or decline the first visit. They're like, no, I they asked me, so I want to eat. Right? But your mother didn't mind because she enjoyed cooking. Who had a mother like that? She would make the amala for 10. You were just three children. She wanted to be very well fed. All right? And, and so God is like that. God has more milk than he has children. It's called the multi-breasted one. What that means is God will never give birth to children it does not have enough milk to sustain oh come on somebody God will never raise people that does not have anointing to preserve God will never have we will never be too many for God to run out of the ability to take care of us no matter how many we get God always will have a word have the anointing, have the capacity and there are people who might be struggling with that mentality let me deal with that right now some people might be dealing with the mentality in their minds and sometimes you might not even realize that's what you're dealing with the mentality of I like a small church, come on is there anybody who's ever heard somebody say that oh hey, you know I like a small church, Hey, I like a compact church and some Sometimes you might say that not realizing it's part of what the enemy may leverage upon to stop you from evangelizing or inviting people because somewhere in your mind you think a small church means a great anointing. Somewhere in your mind you feel that if a church is too large then it's it's because they are teaching false doctrine. Come on can I talk right now. Some people have the idea that the smaller the stronger they are spiritually. But you see the size of a ministry is not the reflection of the state of the ministry. You can have small churches that are not anointed and you can have big churches that are super anointed. Similarly or conversely, you can have small churches that are anointed and you can have big churches that are not anointed. So it's not a function of the size. How do I mean? An ant is small, an elephant is big. But you can have an ant that is sick and an elephant that is healthy. So it's not the size of the elephant that determines the health of the elephant. Right, so the fact that the elephant is big does not mean it's diseased or bloated, and the fact that the ant is small does not mean that it's sick or weak or insipid. What I want to tell your neighbor right now is get comfortable with big. Tell that neighbor, get comfortable. That person did not really hear you, the person is already looking distracted and sleepy or something. So look at that person, say, Get comfortable with big. The enemy will bring it to your mind and say, oh, you know what? I, I love it. I love it. when we're at Skate City. When we're at Skate City, you know, after the service, we used to hang out in the foyer. Who remembers that? We used to hang out in the foyer and bite popcorn. Pop, 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 popcorn. And we used to sit and bite milkshake, right? I used to love it. Like that small circle. And that's the enemy, possibly the enemy trying to drag you into the past. Because it's like you saying, I used to love it when I was in my mother's womb. I used to love it when I was a tiny baby. That even though adult life has responsibilities, I still prefer myself as an adult. Oh, come on, someone! They said, the lazy people, the people who want to live off other people's efforts. I don't. Know, I want somebody to carry me. I want somebody to pant me. I want to eat. In our text, the man was focused on the bread he was going to eat. But Jesus was shifting his focus from don't see yourself as the bread eater. See yourself as the person getting others to come and eat it. And that's one of the hardest shifts for a church to make. Especially when the bread is good. What is the bread? When the word is good. So we become addicted to shouting about the word. We become experts at reviewing the message and not sharing the message. We become experts at reviewing the message and not getting more people. So for some of us, after we've attended three services on Sunday and then we still manage somehow to review Sunday night, we feel like I have fulfilled my portion of responsibility for the week. Who has felt like that sometimes before? Your hand is in slow motion. Right? Right? feel like that sometimes but we have to make the shift look at somebody say make the shift shift. it can be a hard shift what does that shift mean that shift means that in my psychology and in my consciousness i am not going to wait for a reminder to invite somebody I'm not going to wait for a reminder. Why? Because even though this man had prepared a great feast, the word makes it clear media, you need to be where I am in the text. The word makes it clear that even though he had designed a great feast, the feast was not strong enough to pull the people in. There are people who say things like, oh, if the anointing is really in a place, if the fire is really burning in a place, people will come. No, that's not how it works. What is possibly the largest prayer meeting? What is possibly the largest prayer meeting online at this time? As many as the prayer meeting is, about three to five or seven times in the middle of the prayer meeting, they still say, "Share this video now! Share this video now! Share this video now! Put it on your WhatsApp. Put it on your... Are you hearing what I'm saying? Put it on your WhatsApp now. Put it there now. Would you put it on your WhatsApp now? Why? Because no matter how hot the fire is, people need to share it. Are you getting it? And there are still people that still don't know about that prayer meeting. And to let you know that no matter how big a prayer meeting is, God still has people he wants to reach. Because apart from that big prayer meeting, there are about four or five other big prayer meetings. Are you hearing that? At the same time, why? Because a certain man gave a great supper and invited what? Daddy. Invited what? Shout aloud or what? I remember Pastor Chris tells the story as a Christian. He said, that Many years ago, when he started ministry, I think they say in Ekboma or something much earlier, and then at some point, God said, Go to Lagos. And he was saying to himself, How can I go to Lagos? All the big men of God, that big, you know, they mentioning the churches and the big men of God in Lagos. This is about 25 or so years ago, over 25 years ago. Yeah, I think 91 or so, almost 30 years ago said, There's this church there There's that church there There's this ministry there There's this man of God God what am I going to do in Lagos All the men of God have already ministered to the people God said go Now their publication is in one of the top 10 Most widely circulated Rhapsody Are you following this? Please, I want to know something. No matter how great you've seen God do in somebody's life or somebody's assignment or somebody's ministry or in somebody's church, the great supper of the feast wants to invite how many? Please help me go to many people right now and say somebody still needs supper in this house. Somebody still needs supper in this house. Somebody still needs supper in this house. Don't get comfortable with dancing and prancing. Don't get comfortable with jumping and hopping. Don't get comfortable with leading declarations to only 200 people. Don't get comfortable. The great man who has prepared a supper... many. A good meal does not guarantee that the dining hall will be full. Sometimes we over rely on the quality of the cooking that we don't take advantage of the responsibility of inviting people. Say, my church is great. My, my life is lit. I'm rising and I'm not alone. So my pastor is ambidextrous, multi-dynamic, super... Influential, but guess what? A great cook does not guarantee a full dining room. Are you seeing that? I'm, I'm, am I dealing with something? I was praying. Now I was talking to God I said, God, we need the numbers to grow. God, we need more people to come and hear this and all of that. And God said, one of the problems that you're having is that you are a great cook and your food is good. And when the people who come to taste the food, they feel so excited and so satisfied. He so say, you need to teach them to begin to invite other people to come and taste the same food. And what does that mean? The same way you would invite people to your business the same way you wear 500 shirts to do pump. <laughs> this one has fallen off. Right? The same way you would do it. And as you're spinning, the colors will be changing. He said, use that same creativity. To invite people, I'm not attacking people. But can I speak to my spiritual children? Feed them all the same way you advertise our durability, and put out the flyers and the pictures and the posters when you're hosting your own events. That same energy, he says, use it. Can I talk? Why? There are many. That's the reason. Somehow in our minds, like, oh, uh, uh, you know, there's a full house, almost all the chairs. He says, no, 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 I don't want almost all the chairs. He said that my, he didn't even say that the chairs will be filled. He said that my house. In that when you run out of chairs, let people be sitting here. Are you hearing that? How will it happen? The great man himself cannot do it. So God said to me, the next level of growth has very little to do with your own effort. Instead it said has more to do with the labor force, with the leadership, with the service team, with the congregation taking it on their responsibility to say, "I am going to do this." Are you hearing what I'm saying right now? Yeah. What does the next line tell us? The next line says that he sent his what yeah. servants. In other words, for you to do this. You must take on the posture of a servant. You can't take on the posture of "I'm a microphone holder." So me, I'm the prayer person. When it's time for prayer, I will come and I will pray. Says <laughs> that same passion you're using when you're on the rota for prayer. Use it online. That's the way it works. Because the servant is a servant because he does not choose where he serves a servant who chooses where he serves is not a servant he's a strategic positioning officer trying to align himself with his preferences not with his master's purpose the servant does not elevate his preference over the master's purpose he aligns himself with the master's purpose so don't go i'm the transition expert help people transit into the house I'm the master life facilitator. Facilitate their movement into the house. Oh, who am I? I'm just a singist. Sing a song, do a cover, and invite people to, are we getting this now? invited many and what did he say come for all things are now ready now watch the shift who is the servant speaking to insiders or outsiders the the servant is speaking who's speaking to say louder in other words the people who come when things are ready are still dealing with an outsider's mindset that means if you come into a gathering, after the sound is set, the song is ready, and you just walk in. Does anybody work like that? I'm not sure. Okay. okay. When you operate like that, you're not even operating as a son. You're not operating as a servant. You are operating as an outsider. An insider who is going to take responsibility. In other words, you come extra early to see what needs to be fixed. What needs to be addressed. What needs to be taken care of. Now, I'm speaking in the context of the local church, even though this should also apply in other spaces where you have responsibility. Are we getting this now? An insider is wondering, oh, how come there's some dust on the... Yeah, there's actually some dust. Why? Because Cooper can't see everything. It's possibly working on the sound or something at the back. So if an insider comes in early, you you don't need to wait for a special announcement. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking for five volunteers right now. Five, is that an integrity issue? Five volunteers right now. Who can... I need five people that can help me clean. No ceremony. just do what? so for example this thing has been here, this black thing now has been here for a while but people have seen it they just go, we're leaving for the leaders let them take the lead, Jesus take the wheel (laughs) look at somebody say take responsibility shout it with energy Try not to speak but shout it with energy. He sent his servant at supper time and said, Come for all things are ready. So the people who are waiting for things to be ready are those who are not taking responsibility. He sends them out take responsibility. And for time's sake, let me give you three major things we must take responsibility for to be able to be millionaires in souls. What do I mean by millionaires in souls? If you can get me that that chat. That we did those about I can't remember how I many when the Wednesday before we started Master Life, the exponential thing two times to raise to the power of not two times to raise to the power of three major things. Don't forget, God wants a full house. Let me show you, let me show you something about God. Wonderful Let's go to Hebrews chapter 2. God wants a full house, it's not just the pastor that has a full house. Now, how many of you have gone to an event before? And before anything happened at the event, the fullness of the place was already ministering to you. Yeah. Yes, I remember the first experience. <laughs> the first experience. Heart. Thank God for Pastor Paul is a visionary. I remember when he painted the picture in that on the stage at Muslim Center. And I'm like, I can't remember the, the capacity of Musan, but it's possibly less than a thousand. There may be 600, normal seats, and maybe another 200 if you keep the whole place closed and all of that. And it just so in that place. Uh, we're going to have the experience. And they're going to be, I think, I think maybe I was expecting 50,000 people or something. at Tafa Balewa Square. B) this is going to happen and that is going to happen just vision, vision, vision I think it spoke spoke about maybe around March or something it happened in December and when we saw the crowd of people look at somebody say there are people who are waiting for us (laughs) part of why I'm trying not to dramatize a lot in the services, I want you to absorb it not just hear it I want you to absorb it some of us don't know that there are people who are waiting for us some of us just think, I invited that, but they didn't come. Like I told you about that prayer meeting, what God cannot do, does not exist. With all the miracles in a one and a, and a half hour broadcast, they are still saying, put it on your WhatsApp. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on your social media. Some of some of you even put it on your social media more than ever put any king's flyer. Oh, can we talk right now? I have no problem with you sharing it. But the problem is your responsibility. You don't feed your neighbor at the expense of your children. Wisdom. Some people are covering their eyes and rubbing their eyes. It's all right. After you rub it, you will still look at each other. Are you kidding what I'm saying? And it's not a competition in any way, it's just responsibility. God will not judge me with how well I pastor Eden Center or oh, manifold. He will not. He will not assess me based on that. He will judge me based on how well I took care of kings. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So the bulk of my time, energy, money, resources, creativity, anointing, wisdom is on the assignment I'm called to, not the assignment I'm attracted to. The fact that you're attracted by something doesn't mean you're called to it. Hey, reversing my belly, more Are we seeing that now? So let me show you a couple of things in Hebrews, (laughs) and it happens. And you you must understand your fidelities and your responsibilities. Local church—that's important. That's context for today. But happens in other things. If you're healing another woman more than your wife or your girlfriend. There's something wrong. Now, even if you are hailing that person's project, you're carrying that person's project on your head, you're really pushing it, and then the person you want to get married to, every now and then you just be like, eh. so are you sure you really want to do this thing? It's wrong. Right? In your given, if you're given to somebody that you want to meet because of networking, more than your parents that brought you into this world. So there's some of you, the amount of money you've never given your parents, but you've given other people. Receive spiritual sense in the name of Jesus. <laughs> this, so that's what I mean by responsibilities and fidelities. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews 2. Whew. Verse 9. Hebrews 2 verse 9 But we see who do we see Jesus who was made A little lower than the angels For the suffering of death Crowned with glory And Honor that he by the grace of God Might taste Death For everyone Verse 10 For it was fitting for him For whom are all Things and by whom are all things someone look at your neighbor say your money belongs to jesus your time belongs to jesus look at the person your beauty belongs to jesus now if you don't feel the person is beautiful don't feel guilty that you feel like you're lying everybody's beautiful but sometimes it's hidden within right so look at the person your beauty is for jesus He said, for whom are all things? Some of you are like, no, let me not invite this person. Let me, wait. So that when I'm inviting them to patronize my business, inviting them to church will not have neutralized the favor level. You know, sometimes when you're trying, when you think you have sense, you're actually proving to God that you still need more. (laughs) The person that said, I just bought a yoke of oxen or five yoke of oxen, he didn't know maybe the whole oxen plantation actually belonged to the great man inviting him. The one that said, I just married a wife, maybe it was his wife's boss that was in Are you getting that? So do what God is asking you to do and stop trying to scheme your way into destiny. Read the Bible. There is nobody. Who could have told you the exact steps that they would have arrived at the place of destiny? Nobody. There is no way David would have said, you know what, when I'm 17, there's going to be a battle. There'll be one guy called Goliath. Then what Golad will do is that he will threaten everybody. Then my father, because he's a very smart man, his name is Jesse Odejasi, he will now tell me that I should carry bread and fish and go and say so me, I don't already know what I'll do. There's one pond that has five stones. I'll pick one of them. Ah, I'm a sharp guy, sharp. I'll take one of them and I will kill Golad. And then when I kill Golad, I'll now get women, I'll mobilize them to be say, Saul so, has killed his thousand. And David has killed his ten thousand. <imics singing> I don't understand. Are you caught up in the spirit of (laughs) it? Right, don't miss this moment. (laughs) There's no way. Could David have planned that? What was David doing when destiny was activated? Serving. Where? Locally. Global promotion is connected to local service. Always. Always, The Bible says in Proverbs 17, find it for me. Let me show you, Proverbs 17. It said, the eyes of a fool. I think it's verse 24, but find it if it's not. The eyes of a fool are in the ends of the earth. God showed me that about, I think, 2008. It recalibrated the way I thought. Right? Yeah, verse 24. Wisdom is in the sight of him who has understanding. But what? The eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. In other words, he's setting his sights on things that are far, thinking that by focusing on the things that are far, I will get them. Mm -mm. By focusing on the wisdom in sight, God will get you there. But if the enemy is able to distract you and you'll be having all this nice fantasies about what the future holds you will consume the time you should use preparing for it dreaming about it are you getting this now so it says that Jesus Hebrews 2 verse 10 bringing men and sons to glory to make the captain of the salvation perfect through sufferings verse 11 for both he who sanctifies sorry no 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 I've, I've jumped verse I'm so sorry from verse 9 actually verse 10 now for it was fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in doing what? doing what? bringing many sons sons. somebody say many Many. the owner of the feast invited God intends to bring What's many? Many is many. How many is many? Many, many, men. Many, 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 many men. Men, 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 men. God has many, 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 many. And sometimes people spend so much time admiring the many that God has given to somebody else. Instead of taking responsibility to get the many they are sent to bring. Now watch this. Does God, does God want every church to be big? Possibly not. But does God want every church to be full? Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: he wants the house to be full. So if God gives you 200 seater, he wants you to feel it. And guess what? When you feel it, will you get promoted or not? get 500 seater he wants you to feel it when you feel it will you get promoted or not a a thousand seater he wants you to feel it it. many sons unto glory now how many before I give you those three things how many things how many are this many this many that God wants how many are they very many so let's go to the book of revelations real quick revelations uh, verse 7 now there are many people who believe a lot of people actually believe that there will be more people in hell than heaven how many of you have subscribed to that theology that's you know those are theos. Yeah, there were more people in hell narrow is the road broad there are many well let me show you something in revelation 7 um, so, this particular one is the text that has troubled many people in this world. Verse 4. It troubled me as a teenager. I was very troubled. Because what it says here, it says, and I heard, and I heard, see, <laughs> those eschatological preachers, we were young. And I heard, Motigbo, aha. <laughs> the number of those who were sealed, I want to think, aha. One hundred and forty four thousand. I won't be one hundred and forty. <laughs> so you have to not be doing bing 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 bing. Hey! One hundred and forty-four thousand. Hey. And I stole me two weeks ago. It's finished. It Calculated. It. 144,000. There was even the time me, I was thinking I was very intelligent and smart. I now went to go and measure the new Jerusalem because the Bible gives us the, you know, the measurements are there. So I started converting it from cubits. Teenage I wanted to be sure what I was doing in my life. It's a cubit. So I now checked it out. I'm like, this place is not going to be big enough to, go, <laughs> to contain too many people. See, I don't want to go too deep in eschatology. But look at him. It, Say, calm down. Some people's chests are always hot inside, inside their mouth, chest inside their mouth. One hundred forty-four thousand. Ha! Hey, we can't make it, though. No, no, no. me. There's seven point two billion people on Earth right now. Please, someone with a big calculator. Calculate it. One forty-four out of seven point two billion is one out of how many people? There's about one out of maybe like 80 million people or something funny. Some people in your family, you are seven. But if there's six people that are making, you know you are not there. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: By the way, we have some testimonies we need to take today. Because I know some I've already got to take the testimonies to so remind me. Are we seeing that? But see what the Bible says. So that this ones, they have all the tribes of what, the children of. Are you an Israelite? Oh, somebody just got it finally. Say, so, oh, is, is are you an Israelite? This are for the Jews. He's like, eh, hey, this is from five pounds to five. I only just go to heaven. <laughs> Calm down. Let me show you. Let me show you. Go all the way to verse 9. Skip, you can read it because it breaks down the different tribes and 12,000 each tribe. But verse 9, look at that. After these things. Oh, you need to give me life on the keys. Cooper's there sleeping on the keyboard. I don't understand. What were you thinking about? The life. You're yeah, waiting for your strength to rise. After these things, I... Looked, read it, and behold. Oh, somebody's not excited about this. It's only Tilash and that read. look at their teeth. Oh, yeah, who we'll make it? Telling God, see their big smiles. After these things, I did what? Looked, and behold, what kind of multitude which know one Oh my God! Some of you still seated. At the end, Jesus wins. At the end, God wins. At the end, I don't know the joker is going to pull, but I believe the word that is said. There's going to be a great multitude which no no mathematician can number it. Mr. Numbers or Mr. Count, accounting master in system history, what's his name? One, one, one little ship, jump over. That guy that counts, nobody can count. No calculator, all those guys that know the day of any date, none of them. He said no one could number. And guess what? Of how many nations? Oh, somebody talks to me. Of how many nations? Qataris will be in heaven. Emiratis will be in heaven. People from Oman will be, when I say heaven, in the new Jerusalem, in the kingdom. Uh, the people from Saudi Arabia, oh, you might be shocked and say, they always saying, uh, raising one name, facing the moon. God will find a way to pull somebody or some people or some families from some nations and nationalities. He said all nations. So even nations that have been destroyed or transformed like Yugoslavia and all those nations that don't exist again, as long as they where people there at some point, you're going to find them in the age to come. He said not only nations, because in Nigeria, in Adamaste, there are already 300 languages. or There are different tribes. The Igala will be there. or You might not like them. The Fulani, some of them will make it into it. Uh, the Urubos will be there. The Ishan, with the Isha, they will be there. The Wari, when I get worried, they will be there. Are you talking? Are you here? Ijebu people are, as stingy as some of them might be they will still find generosity in the grace of God the Ekiti man might be called stubborn and Ekiti is from Takiti because of the rolling hills but some of them will roll into the kingdom of God are you hearing what I am saying the Ibira will be there the Ekbayong, Ekbayong Ekbayong they will be there the South South they will are you hearing what I'm saying he said all nations they will be there. The chang chon chang They will be there. The geishas from Japan. They will be there. The topan wearers in the dry desert of the earth. They will be there. The people who catch fish or people who eat dog. The Kalaba people and their friends. They will be there. He said, "Peoples and tongues. Where were they standing?" There's no trick question. Where are they standing? And before the, what did they have? Some of you acting as if it's bad news. I just preached. Victor is busy sitting down there saying, "And eh, so what?" So what concerns me if they will be there? Is there anybody who is grateful? Is there anybody who's excited? Being in the kingdom of God is not going to be like you driving up north. You know up north you will drive. You see cluster of people. Then you drive for like 30 minutes sand and grass. No, you're going to have people jumping. All the colors, uh, all the songs, uh, all the tongues, uh, all the different kinds of delicacies, all the cultural collage. You will find them there. And what God is saying is, will you help me get them there? Do you know why? Whether you help me or not, this house will be full. Yes. That's what happened in the text. He invited the first set of people. They said, Me, I'm too busy. I just bought ground. And I don't want to lose ground, even though I'm coming from a poor background. So why do you want your ground to take you back to the poverty of your background? Instead of walking into the foreground with a foreman. I think your name is not George. Simple didn't get it. <laughs> right? So when those people said, no, 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 I'm too busy. I'm, I'm having babies. I'm all of that. Okay, no problem. He sent the servant and said, go and get the poor. Go and get those that cannot afford it. Please, one of the things that we must do, and you see this, you will see this in many large ministries. For a ministry to grow, it must also grow out of its own primary preferences. So when one want to somebody, don't say, it doesn't look like a king's person. You might not know you are saying it, yeah. but there's the psychology in your mind yeah. that can keep you contained and confined, not realizing the many people that are now king's people looked similar to that when you first saw them. she's shaking on Instagram. That could be because she's designed to shake things for the Lord. And the enemy is just trying to give her the counterfeit. Instead of bringing her over the counter to perform the feat. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say this one. This one is too loud. That's an evangelist. If you give him the right message, he will loud it. Not the people that already have the message. They're even overfull on the message. But to talk about it. Pastor, bring the next one. Bring the next meal. You preach so good. I need more. I need more. Give me more. Some people, they've turned their own microphones into toothpick. What you use to amplify the message? You use to analyze the distribution of the message. Look at somebody. See we are growing out of that one. Look at that person. Say you are now going to do the work of an evangelist. See the attitude of the master. He said the master of the house. What was he? Being angry. Said to the seven, What should you do? What should you do? Go out quickly. That out, go out of your comfort zone. Go out of the church service and on the way home, talk to the Uber man, talk to the, to the cabman, talk on the, on the bus by the roadside. Post to post picture. Ordinarily. People are thinking, I have to think about it. I'm analyzing my Facebook distribution wow wow works because God gave you the grace to have data and a phone that has 4G you're now behaving as if God is your G even though it's Jehovah Jireh but go out quickly go out quickly where should you go into the streets where should you go? To the lanes of the city. What sh- who should you bring? He didn't say tell them to come. There's a difference. He didn't, tell, he didn't say go and tell them. Do you know why? Many people don't respond just to words. The word is the primary instrument. But certain people, because don't forget, if they are not yet disciples, they are still moved by what they see. You know that song? I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. I'm not moved by what they say.
1: Hallelujah.
0: I'm not moved by what you see. Hallelujah. I'm only moved by the word of God. Hallelujah. 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 All the women say. That song is not for Nigerians. Nigerians are moved by what they see. They are moved by what they hear. They are moved by what they feel. They are very sensational. So Nigerians believe sensation more than truth. And most fallen men, Adamic people, unbelievers, they are moved by what they see. This is the reason miracles and massive displays attract unbelievers because they need to see something are you getting it so Jesus did miracles to the masses and then he taught the disciples so in many places where people are gathered for miracles and miracles and miracles you're going to see one of two things there and then you're going to find that people are not hearing the teaching again or because the miracle is another thing, the time I look at it for the teaching is reducing over and over. Are you getting it? It takes a lot of wisdom, strength, depth, self-sacrifice, and control to be able to have both of them. But we're gonna get it right in this house. How are we gonna reach the masses? You will reach the masses. Let me let's let's get more tactical. I have, I have 70, what thousand on my on my page? 70. Seventy one thousand something. LT has how many people on their page? Maybe thirty five thousand. Who has who else has like over ten thousand on their page? Over ten thousand people. I'm not trying to shame you or make you feel sad. By the way, your spiritual status is not determined by number of people on Instagram. Because you know why? Because some people out of desperation to look popular, they'll go and buy followers. And so you see they have twenty six thousand people. When they post only sixteen people have liked it then the world will now be like what is going on here (laughs) who has over 10,000 okay maybe the high jump is too much who has over 5,000 ah that's a problem (laughs) no that's becoming a problem it is do you know why (laughs) you need to be able to broadcast to catch many kinds of fish let me show you something. Those who are standing, remain standing. That means you are ready for the assignment. Those who are not standing does not mean you are not ready, but either you are just trying to. <laughs> hey, look at some as say, reach the masses. I just want to show you something. <laughs> So you need influence influence is key it is critical it's essential it's vital it's necessary it's something that you cannot do without i'm looking for the scripture that says that the kingdom is like a man devices not, not responding it's like a man who catches i think it's it's like it's matthew 13 verse 47 matthew 13 so we'll come back to here
1: Bring
0: them. Somebody say bring them. Bring them. Drive by Sunday mornings. You are going. Say, not right, no problem. I'll wait for you. I think it was Fido that told me a story. Fido, you told me a story about how some people invited you to their fellowship on campus. Do you want to come and share the story? It's very practical. Just make it very short and sharp because I want us to get this you know, I don't just want to say, invite people next week. People say, you heard. Then you're know, not quiet till Sunday night. You now I remember Sunday night. You now quickly remember like 1230 when everybody's asleep. You know, post online. Be like, ah, my pastor actually said I should do this since last week. But I just remember now.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So it was, um, okay. So he had, he had come to our room and he had invited us like, I think on Wednesday. And we we're like, oh, we'll come, we'll come. The, just the normal thing that I will tell everybody so that they would just allow us to be. And then he came on Sunday morning, I think around f- 5.30 or 6, we're still sleeping in yeah. the room, right? And then he was like, oh, it's time to go to church. Um, I, I was in my first year. I had, just, I had just gained admission into the university. So I was still trying to find a fellowship. And then he came and then he was like, oh, it's time for, it's time for us to go. And they were like, I were like, oh, okay, it's fine. You can go, we'll come and meet you. And the guy was like, no, he's waiting. Like he's going to wait there. And they were like, no, you have to go cause we've not had our bath and we've not ironed our shirts." This guy was like, there's no problem. He'll go and fetch the water for us. And he actually went and fetched the, the water. And then we were like, okay, we've not pressed our shirts." And the guy was like, no, that's fine. While you guys are having your bath, I'll iron your shirt for you. And he literally did everything. I kid you guys not, man. He did everything. And then um, there was no other excuse now. We followed him to church.
0: The truth is, if you check your own story of salvation, or discipleship or seriousness. it was not a one-off invitation. Especially those of you who are very colorful before Jesus. In, in that, like, that kind of, all the colors of yeah, United Nations. <laughs> right? Who knows what I'm talking about? Your resolve to drag the fish in, watch this, must be stronger than the fish's ability to swim out of your net. When we see fishing, don't think that every fish surrenders to the net. Say, net. Ah, here's a net. Let's rush inside. No. No. That's why it's called catch fish, not collect fish. Do you understand? There's a in catching and collecting. What many ministries do is that they do fish redistribution. So they get the raw fish from another ministry. They will grill it in their church. Then because the fish doesn't understand I'm supposed to catch other fish, once I'm already grilled enough, they're thinking about ministry in terms of what it makes them have or become. Then the same pastor that used to preach down fire and prophesied into all their lives and them, this pastor is like, he's preached all his messages. Let me go and look for the happening man. So from being grilled fish, they move to another ministry where they will put onion and pepper on top of the grilled one. Then after that one, move to another ministry, they'll wrap it with foil. So at the end of many believers' lives in Africa, they are the most pretty fish the world has ever seen. But they are pretty fish and completely useless to the kingdom expansion project of God. Because they've received decoration from different ministries but no responsibility to catch others. Matthew 13, verse 47. Let's read this together. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind. Next verse. Which when it was what look at somebody say, Is your net full? Some of you to preach the gospel, you cannot preach it. Broadcast, just broadcast the link to the message. Oh, my pastor really blessed me today. I can't tell you everything. But please follow this link. Watch this video. Blah, blah, blah. All of that. You cannot. But the day somebody introduced the business to you and said, Do You know that if you bring two people, and two, you will bring two people and two bring two, you become your N20 million in six months. Ah! You're like, hey! So 222. 444 four is a metaphor. Two lot of me- <laughs> let me <laughs> Let let me (laughs) broadcast. Let me broadcast. You now crafted. Hello, dear loved ones. I've been meaning to check up on you, but sorry, I've been quite busy. There's this life changing opportunity I just discovered. If you can send me a DM if you're interested, I'll walk you through it. (laughs) Or when it comes to studying in Canada, So see now when it was full what did they do that's bringing the fish see what many of us do is that we stand by the seashore fish come come fish the net is very good fish come you're not coming no problem I've done my bits I've sown the seed I trust the spirit of the lord for someone else to water it why can you not be the one that the lord uses to water said <laughs> when it was full what did they do we read that last week peter right john 21 who remembers the distance the number of cubits and meters who remembers that john 21 where well, the bible says that they dragged the Think 106 of cubits or something. Find it. Mean, when I'm asking a question like somebody like should just, I mean, take age, like, you know, 153 fish, I know, but the, the distance, he dragged it. Number of cubits. Dragged. Dragged. Somebody find it. Cubits to meters. He dragged it. And when they dragged to shore, what did they do? They sat down and gathered the good into vessels but threw the bad away. Why? Because some people would just not get it. Now, the bad away there is talking about sorting. So it doesn't necessarily mean throwing people away, but sorting the good from the bad. The good part of them from the bad habits. Because ultimately, in sorting the good and bad, essentially, as in people, it's only God that can do that. So whilst people are with you, what you want to do it's to remove the bad that you can spot. There's some bad, you don't need discernment. And Like this one is a bad habit. Right? Now what many people do, many believers do, is they do fish like that, or they just cut the fish. Pooh! Now, do you know that when you have a net, and you cast it, what's that? What's that? Broadcast. That's what a broadcast is. A television broadcast is that you have a network. You didn't know that? That's what it means. And like NCA News. <laughs> <laughs> this one sounds like another network. <laughs> still use that do they focus so i got, I got close so 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 see that now busai are you all right are you, are you good okay Femi, are you good ibk is good to see you today i asked after you earlier yeah seriously physically not in the spirit yeah that's what broadcasters your whatsapp is there broadcast or not yeah. of all the broadcasts you have sent which one was for the kingdom now so someone they cast the net Boom! thank you lord I spoke to 500 souls today 487 were in the spirit 13 were physical souls well thank you you didn't bring them in you cast the net, but you didn't bring them in. You didn't follow up. You didn't say, oh, I didn't see you. What happened? In fact, for some of you, your fish mates in the, in the kingdom, as in your mate's fish, your, <laughs> your fellow fish in the kingdom, that's other believers, your fishner, as in your fish partner. Huh? Your fish person. No, fellow fish. <laughs> You're the... Yeah, so we're fishermen, yeah. But you know, you also got fish. Okay, good stuff. So, <laughs> your fellow fish, who's also a fisherman? Grace, are you getting that? Your fellow fish. You will not see the person for three or four Sundays. You might, man, the person is still in the Lord's service, just in secret service. Oh, I mean, like, no, you ask people, how are you doing? Right, yeah. How are you doing? Because, I mean, it happens to all of us, when you now find finding ah, you've been on my mind. Yeah. Which oftentimes is true, oftentimes is true, and the higher up you go in terms of responsibility, the more you know you can't keep up with everybody. And that's why you need younger fishermen, or newer fishermen, right, that have fewer fish to take care of who will look out for people and say, we got you, we're praying for you, thinking about you and all of that. So you drag them. Now, which one, let me tell you, which one is easier? Broadcasting or dragging? So what does it mean? Anybody that is too tired or too lazy or too indifferent to even broadcast does not have the capacity to bring in. Because that bringing in is work. Lamas, please come. Some of you, I've been discipling you for two years. Some going on three years. I'm trying to drag you. Do anything you want to do, but be stubborn. Dragging. Drag. So you see the tension. The tension involved in discipleship also develops the character of the disciple maker. Because, if you're like me, me, I don't have natural patience. So the patience I have is spiritual and God cultivated. You know what you need to do? I'm moving, I'll get it done. Are you getting the point? But God will use some. <laughs> to make you teach the same thing, explain it, dramatize it. Right? Then eventually they will move. Right? Then they'll move to a point where you're calling for a high level of sacrifice again. Because you know what is true? What is true is that as I'm pulling on you, Jason, God is pulling on me. And God, Jason, come. And why would God be pulling and pulling and pulling? God is not looking for a superstar Jesus, He's looking for a family of Jesuses. So the chain must not be broken. Even if it's planned out from Yaba. God is pulling on me, so I pull. Now, let me tell you what some people do. You're not coming, you're not. (laughs) I am married to Jesus, disciples leave me alone. Married to Jesus, my husband is calling. I'm married to Jesus. Satan. drag people in three major things number one the gospel what do we use we use the gospel that's number one spoken about this many times the bible calls it the message of first importance First Corinthians 15 1 to 4 I deliver to you the message of first importance and this is you know I try my best to be as balanced um, or wholesome as possible some other people now, do you know what they've seen? All they preach and preach and say, What I'm preaching is the gospel. I was preaching the gospel. The Bible calls it. See that now. It said, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received and in which you stand, keep on going. By which also you are saved. If you hold fast the word that preached to you, unless you believe in vain, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. I deliver to you first of all that which I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Yeah, keep going. And that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Keep going. And, and then he gives all those things. He like said, I deliver to you first of all. Now it sounds like I'm delivering to you first of all. Is that all I have to deliver to you? Are you seeing it? But some say, if you are not preaching you must only preach cross only preach burial and resurrection that's the only thing you must preach that's not what the bible teaches because the bible doesn't just want people watch this who are gifted are dancing around the cross dancing around the cross and growing dizzy with the dance he said at some point after you've danced around the cross carry the cross become the Jesus die like him Tell others about him. Give up things for him. Live like him. Are we seeing that now? I deliver to you at first because that's the primary thing. Without that, any other thing you're doing does not count with God. It's the premise of God's fellowship with man. That's what that means. It does not mean that's the only thing. Are we seeing that now? You know, but sometimes people get excited around what you might call a renaissance or an awakening of a truth in the body of Christ and they make it the whole thing. It's not the whole thing. Everything revolves around him, right? But when you sing a song, um, you are everything and everything is you. Does it make sense? Is everything God? That line, is everything God? No. Because if you say everything is God, then get into spiritism and universalism and... You're gonna say the light is God. So there's some people that say, I don't believe in God. I believe in light. That's idolatry. So it might sound good. And there's one of a song I really love that I really, really love that has that line: "You are everything. Everything is you." It's not biblically correct. It says all things were made for Him and by Him, but He is not the thing that He made. <laughs> because to have created it and still be Himself means that He was incomplete when He started creating. Don't uh, let me go too deep. Get it, get it. Are you getting that point? So the first one is the gospel. Number two, good works. So the guy I spoke to in the course of the week, I didn't start from the premise of I didn't even know he was a Muslim until after I had spoken to him for a bit. I didn't start from the premise of, oh, eh, which you know, are you a Christian? Are you a Muslim? I'm a Christian. I'm a Muslim. I'm a Christian. Which one? Which one? I'm a Christian. What kind of Christian are you? Are you Orthodox or Pentecostal? I'm Pentecostal. What kind of Pentecostal are you? Are you gospel-centric, kingdom-centric, or Christ-centric? I'm gospel-centric. What kind of gospel are you? Pseudo-gospel or... (laughs) Are you Old Testament, New Testament, Intertestamental? You have confused me. (laughs) Jesus never approached anybody on the premise of religious affiliation. He would use whatever was around in the context of his normal engagement with them. The dealing with water speaks about water. Dealing with fish speaks about fish. Dealing with salt speaks about salt. But sometimes we have a textbook outline in our heads like program that we've written codes. If they say yes, proceed. If they say no, decline. You have a flow chart. Down the linear diagram in your head. And that's why when they throw you a question, I don't know the answer to everything you've crammed disappears. So go out on a daily basis trying to do good works. Good works on a daily basis. What's good works? Okay, i going to pay for somebody's transport fare today. Are you going to help an old woman carry a load? And as you carry that bag, you say, Mommy, can I just say prayer with you? Ah, a verse of prayer. Oh, my dad.
1: Hey, hey.
0: So there are still good teenagers in this world. Oh. Mommy, I'm, I'm not a teenager. I'm like 35 now. Yes, <laughs> so, I understand. But you're still a baby to me. Oh, God bless you. You want to pray fast, she We end up praying for you. Can we just be human again under God? And not try to form gods that we are not. We are gods, but we are not the God. So let's not try to be the God. Even God, when he became man, he wasn't carrying out his godism all around. (laughs) I am the God of the earth. Who are you? (laughs) You catch fire. I'm a consuming fire. Jesus was so like everybody that they needed somebody to betray him with a kiss. If he looked different from the other disciples, they would not have needed Judas to point him out with a kiss. That means there was something about him that was so down to earth. Are we seeing that now? So number three, number one is what? Number two, thank you guys. Number three is great networks. Let me tell you some of the goals some of you need to have in this house. It's not for everybody but for some of you. One of the goals you need to have in this house is I need to grow my social media following to 5,000. The reason you want to do it is for the gospel. Some of you want doors to open for you on television, radio, not for... Because I'm asking in this house, how many of you have followers of up to 5... Let let me ask again because you didn't hear earlier. How many of you have, have... up to 5,000 followers. 5,000 followers on Instagram or Facebook, whoever. <laughs> he if <first> heard... <laughs> <He> first... <laughs> I said. If Consolidated. Barack is in group of followers. And let them answer. Where are they? First... I know that Joshua and Jason Niggas are pretty active on Facebook. And Cooper. Right? So how many people do you guys have on Facebook? 3,000. That's not bad. How many people do you have? That's close to the number of people Peter preached to. Close to 5,000. That's not bad. Imagine if we give ourselves the benchmark of 5,000 because I realize as well the one of the reasons some people are not excited to post is that they feel very bad. When you post and only two people now like it because even if (laughs) even for those of us that are leaders right? even for some of us that are leaders when you post a a church flyer that's like the least liked right so you have to find creative ways of either making visual or make the flyer the last slide we'll talk about that next week make the flyer the last slide or put it in between sandwich and say slide to this by the way watch this the fact people are not liking it does not mean that they are not seeing it so don't be discouraged by the likes. After all, God already likes you enough for the world. Yes, yeah, sometimes I thought it was a setting, but I'm not sure. I think so random now. Sometimes they won't show. Ah, uh, because people are becoming suicidal over likes.
1: Oh! <laughs> I'm over the milestone. I'm over the milestone.
0: Yes, that was going on. He so Said the life is tough. Life is tough. You really ask the most stuff about life. Then not enough about liking their posts. People are having blood prayer. Anyway, so number three, great networks. Do a broadcast. What's a broadcast? Voice a prayer. Voice a lesson that you learn. Oh, my pastor taught me so powerfully yesterday, and as I was met in the pond, this occurred to me. This, 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 this. So I wanted to share with you. You don't have to share with everybody all the time. You can have, you can group them. This, is what so that uh, I don't say, your only voice note to today. In other words, this person in the voice note. So you have maybe 500 people. How many of you have up to, up, to, up to 500 people on your phone contacts? Okay, too much. 200 people. By the way, Life has a lot to do with mathematics. If you don't have up to 200 contacts and you're already 25, there's an issue there. I'm telling you, you don't have up 200 contacts. You don't. 200 contacts? So you don't have a network. You have hook, line, and sinker. 200 contacts. It's not right, I'm telling you. If you don't believe me, ask your personal (laughs) agent. Look at somebody say you need to have some targets. So have some targets. Your phone contacts. Now, how do you get those numbers? Start here. Some of you know people here. In your mind, you have concluded. So let let me use somebody. You've concluded that Busaya has an attitude. This Busaya girl, she has an attitude. Every time I'm walking from this place, she'll be walking to that place. Now, the person that has attitude is you. Because as Busai is walking, they go and block her. Not in a bad way. Hi, I've been trying to say hi to you for the last, like, three weeks. Are you serious? I didn't know. Okay. Some of you have formed stories in your mind that don't exist. Yeah. And do you know the stories you tend to believe the most? The ones you tell yourself. Yeah. Especially about other people. Yeah. Great networks. Anybody that doesn't have up to 200... Contacts in this house, right now. You are not permitted. <laughs> I had to close. But I just wonder: is this practical enough? Start here. So Victoria, Victoria is the name, right? Come on, let's celebrate Victoria. Now, Victoria, please come. Now, some of you are going to wonder. How does P-Dams know? I know almost, if, you've, if you come to Kings two or three times, I know almost all your names. I I mix it up, so your name might be Shalai, I might call you Shea, go once or twice, but shh, at least I'll get there or something. Now, Victoria, it's good to see you this morning. Yes, and I loved, you know, the spontaneity of these examples. Victoria came for the first time about four or five Sundays ago. Yes. All right. How did you get to know about Kings? I'm not even sure I remember that. Through Jerry. Jerry the pianist, where are you, Jerry? Hmm. Give him give him some We we'll celebrate you. You're Jerry you're in Jerry T. Alright. So you came. And the first day you came, how was it?
1: I can't even explain it
0: perfectly. It was beautiful. That's, that's just the little
1: I can say. It was really beautiful. I shared my testimony yesterday during the... Oh, awesome. Yes, 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 I did, so.
0: All right. We'll possibly get on camera because you sent me some messages as well. Did I reach out to you first or you reached out to me? I reached out. You reached out, okay. So you sent me this amazing testimony and all of that. Da, 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 da. And I noticed that you had been absent for two Sundays, right? i noticed so what did i do what day was it um
1: it was this week you reached out i was absent last two sundays ago
0: Mm. absent just one sunday two sundays okay so i noticed so i reached out to her on instagram and i was like oh victoria how you doing oh we haven't seen you hope you're fine just something generic right and she said to me what did you say to me just be, be honest You something because I'm just not everybody. You make an effort, and if I was not the pastor, I would still make the effort because God does not calibrate your reward based on whether you are a pastor or not. Soul is soul is soul. There's no pastor, soul, usher, soul, toilet cleaner, soul. Soul is soul. So, everybody you are signed into soul proprietorship. I said that um, I live a little bit far from here, and so it's going to be very difficult for me to be here every Sunday. That's what she said. Why are you here? Just be very honest. Why? To this morning. Someone offered to pay my transport and
1: for my friends here.
0: Who offered to pay? Jerry. Jerry. Jerry, I did not even know. So let's, let's just do I was going to give you the money for your transport today. Yeah? But I'm going to give Jerry, and I'm still going to bless you. Right? Because we have to move. Jerry, come and collect the rest. I think, Thank you. I think it's about 5K oh. or something. Jerry, come and collect the rest. Don't worry. Those of you are waiting for my money for your offering, I still have. This thing is nothing compared to this thing. Compared to this thing. Compared to this thing. But human beings will be running after this one. This one. That can come and go. So normally I don't spend cash. But recently because I want everybody to give an offering, I'm bringing cash. Right? After the first service, somebody said, I'm so sorry. Pastor, somebody was coming in the Vista. I'm so sorry, Pastor. I don't have an envelope. I'm going to give this to you. This thing, it flows to the will of God. It flows to the purpose of God. It flows to the heart of God. I don't know how much it is. And I don't need to know. Because it's not my goal in life. Those who have been in Kings for years, you remember I told you, I think 2018. I said to be the richest pastor in the world is not on my goal list. Goal. I want to be the richest man in Africa. Wrong goal. Is a goal is a I give me your transfer money? Have I given you transfer money? Okay, double portion. So why I reached out to one, I sowed the seed. I noticed. Now, to be fair, I don't notice every time, I don't notice everything, but I notice many, many things. And I think for the for how busy I am, I think I my I try in my noticing. You train yourself. You look out for people. You stand for people. You might not have the money like... You, and, and I know some of the responsibilities Jerry is handling. So it's not as if Jerry has one stash of cash. Someone's like, hey, you don't have money. Oh yeah, come, 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 yeah, come. All right, you're doing well. I don't think so. He just, just has the heart. Now, Jerry might not want... Let me say it. I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to... But I need to just say certain things so that people will know. And although we're practical and tactical, so don't think that some things are like big things. So for some, not all, some of the musicians, there's an amount of money that we give them to support the work they do. It does not cover what their professional skills or what they get paid when they do some other things or when they deploy their skills in other settings, right? But some of them, some of them are like, pastor, I would never, you know, ask for anything, you know. And for some of those people, every now and again, we just, you know, bless if the ministry has some substance. So initially, Jerry was one of the people that every month would be resourced to help facilitate some of the work that I do. When we were coming to Kings, I mean, coming to the hub, so let me just show you that you don't need to be... Jerry said, P-Dams, you know what? Ah, listen, I wish I had a lot of money to you know, help. You know, the budget was a lot. Many millions to get... You know, sometimes people just come and sit. They don't even know. Paint. I said, P-Dams, I don't have money, but you know what I want? I don't want Chuck to give me anything until this work is done, until this the stuff is done. Now, it may not look like a lot of money compared to what needed to be done, but that little, eh? Whether it is this cable, this one that he bought, or this trunking thing, or no, maybe this red line. <laughs> Something. And so the pastor, who's possibly carrying some of the greatest weight. You don't know how something as simple as that, because I know his condition or what he's handling in different areas, how fight goes to let me know that. Ah, this one is not just playing ton ton, 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 ton on stage. So he's serving with that and serving with this. Let me tell you another person. She might be online right now. Her name is John. She's in school in Benin. John, if John is watching, if she's not watching, somebody can capture this and send this to her. Joan, I'm talking about networks, and you start with where you are. When we're going to move to this place, and I share the vision, give an idea of the figures and everything. Joan said, Oh, Pastor, you know, Joan was, I think she was still a student. She was, yeah, she was in another school at the time. I said, Pastor, you know, I'm doing some work. I, I do my makeup stuff, my ushering stuff, and this, that, and all that. I don't have a lot of money. I can't remember how much it was. Was it 10 or 20,000? I can't remember. was some maybe a few tens of thousands. I can't remember how much it was. And she said, you know, pastor, this is that 20,000 felt like 300 K. Now I know there are many of you who have made massive sacrifices. Many. So I don't want to keep mentioning names and all, but the reason I'm calling particularly the amount of money that don't seem like they're a lot. There's a sometimes, those are the weightier sacrifices. And Jerry, has God blessed you multiple times on that or not? Jerry has done some amazing gigs, amazing stuff. And not every time, but sometimes when I can, personally, outside of Kings, one, two, three people on the band, they're like, oh, you're doing this. I need to do this for you. I need to support you. I can do this. You're starting this project over the next three months. I will send you this personally. We need to take responsibility. Part of it is dragging the nets. Dragging the nets. And when it happens, I, I could go on and on, but let me just talk about the Ashidilis when we're moving here. The Ashidilis... Came and said, ah, Peter has this the figure God is placing on our hearts. And I think it's possibly the biggest you've given up until that time, the biggest. And they did that. I said, you know, I, I, I know how it feels and I shared, I've shared some stories with Larry about my finances and some of you as well. But when I share some things with you, especially when I say, you know I'm not going to share this in public, just know, I'm not trying to boost the bamboozle you. I'm trying to spark up something because I'm trying to give you a benefit based on access and the data. What happened after that for you guys financially? Come, come, just, just, this is entirely spontaneous. Uh, Okay, so, I mean, that figure no, was... You don't have to give us figures. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a big deal then. Um, but after that, uh, it has been multiples, really. Multiples after that. And from that point, that amount didn't look like what it was before. I mean, it looked small. I mean, even from the giving points, but even from the having points, also, I mean, it didn't look like what it was what I discovered, whatever you can give away, you are bigger than. Whatever you can let go of is bigger than you. I've lived it over and over. There was somebody who's, who sent a gift to the ministry account, I think last week or so. And normally, I, I mean, I would call her and speak to her from time to time, not often. So I spoke to her last week, and when God's speaking, and when she said one or two things, I said, you know this thing by experience because this sounds like what I would say. You know this thing by experience. So the value you place on the fish is not just about how well you throw it, but when you are dragging it on beach sand. Have you tried to move on beach sand? You know beach sand? You know when you're playing beach volley? Your calves will start having big beach sand, when you pull it and you go allow birds up there to come and poop on the fish or dogs to come and poop on the fish so will you do that? Will you preserve the fish? Because your blood is inside. The sweat is inside so when you see people who are careless with people, it's because they've not really made sacrifice for people. When you've made sacrifices for people in either intercession that's why effective preaching comes from effective prayer from intercession, counsel encouragement, support, pastoring, pouring your heart by pastor, I don't mean you're yeah, a pastor but giving pastoral care and welfare support <laughs> you place more value on people let's close our eyes right now can you make a commitment a fresh commitment to the Lord Lord I want to be a millionaire in souls don't want to be a bench warmer church goer I don't want to be that person who is just there when you know I'm called to lead prayer or I'm called to be used as an example or I just serve on my team and that's all I do those things are great we appreciate you for all the efforts and all the energy we do not despise the sacrifices because all of those require a lot. But it has to be bigger than that. It has to be souls. It has to be intentionally bringing people in. It has to be about saying, you know what? I have this friend. I have that neighbor. I have that workmate. You are here because somebody said something about what God was doing here. Now it's your time to say you're here because you saw my post, you saw Eltis video, you saw Cooper's repost, you saw Vicky's message. Kenny spoke to you, Dooney wrote something amazing on, on Instagram, that's why you're here. Oh, Jerry invited you, d was your classmate in university, that's why you're here. Or maybe you just walked past, or you saw an image of me in your dream. But you're here because there was some kind of messaging, some kind of communication. And there are people who will not find peace. Don't become familiar with something that you were once craving so desperately and that you found in this house. Haven't there been worship sessions where you cried and broke down because God was ministering so heavily to you? Haven't there been prayer meetings where issues were resolved just like this, as if the person leading the prayers lived your week with you? Haven't there been spontaneous songs that dissolved cares and doubts? Or maybe a vital connection. Now you have that friend in Kings, you've known the person for a year, but people act as if you've been sisters from the womb, or you've known for 20 years. Somebody pulled you in. It's time for you to pull others. 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 Pull others. others. Drag the fish, bring them in. Anakazu, gospel, good works, great networks. So one of the things you need to prayerfully do move your phone contacts to 200 move your your Instagram following to 2000 3000 five. some someone go like i don't know how to do it find out find out how did i build my following to 70 something thousand on Instagram There's a way why do i want that many people not for my ego but for the kingdom don't miss next week we're going to talk about evangelism how to leverage social media for the gospel we're also going to get some time to pray next week for souls so apart from social media you need to have a souls list a prayerful target Lord at least once a week, give me an opportunity with one person And Lord, at least once a week, I'll put something up on my WhatsApp or my Instagram or Facebook that directly talks about the gospel of the kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We are rising as an army. We are rising as responsible people. We are rising as evangelists. We are rising as peacemakers. Thank you, Father. We give you praise, our Lord. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. A generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this grown community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org.